Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here just outside of Seattle and uh, I'm so excited to be back on the show. I've been gone for a few weeks. Yeah, so you are back. This is a, a true story happening right now. I know the last couple of weeks you've been not here and I right. have been telling a few people, those uh-huh. are your wonderful listeners, that you will be here next week. I know. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've shortened things up a little yeah. bit by a week. So we are actually really, yes, live yeah, today. Yeah, we really are. See, when I fly home, I never know how many days it's going right. to take me to, <clears throat> you know, recover from flying across the world. It and, happens. Yeah. You know. And y- yesterday I, I felt really good. So I'm like, okay, I'll come in tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm back on the show and we're so happy that everyone's here. Benny's going to be running in and answering the phones because Jen's now on her vacation. So he's double tasking today. We've got a few things coming up. The Dance of the Shockers and the Aura. It's a course that will start. It's a 12-week course. It's going to start, I believe, in September. Um, for you. It's online. I take 30 students. It's a coaching course. And what's so fascinating and interesting about the chakras and the org field is they have this very deep, intimate relationship with one another. And when you're looking at someone's body, someone could have gorgeous looking chakras. This is something I learned over many, many years with working with patients is people can have gorgeous looking chakras, but if their aura is having major problems in it, it's almost as if the chakras are lying to you in a way. They're saying, no, we're fine. The breast tissue is perfect. The liver looks great because the third chakra looks lovely and it governs the liver. Or no, our bones are fine. The root chakra looks great. It's almost as if, in a way, the auric field is sending energy to make the chakras look pretty, kind of deceiving the reader or the healer or um, creating s- some lack of truth and honesty within the energetic system. So really understanding the dance between the chakras and the auric field is paramount to helping people get well, whether it's your body or someone else's body. Um, it's truly, truly important. So I hope you can join us uh, when we start to talk about and teach about the dance of the chakras and the auric field, which starts September 27th through December 20th. Um, it's in the evening. Just go to energyintuitive.com and you can find out a lot about that course. what I miss? Oh, I was talking about the <laughs> a class coming up. Yeah, because you're—I was telling everyone you're running back and forth. They can—they right? can see me actually on the, oh, that's on right, the old, on YouTube. Uh, yep, and so I'm kind of double duty. Uh, Jen is out for the day, so I'm going to be handling. Till, yeah, she'll be back next week. Yes. Yeah. So we're uh, running very quickly and wild, but I'm glad everything is uh, going smoothly for you. And you covered a few items. Yeah, I covered a okay. class. Yeah. Oh, good. And my new favorite place is Ireland. Is I it? Officially. Love it. All oh right. You know, I haven't been everywhere in the world. In fact, there's a lot of places in the world I haven't been to yet. But I've never been to a place where I could go, oh, I could live here. And I told my kids, I go, good thing you guys are lovely. Otherwise, I would pack <laughs> up the dog and the cats and I would be moving to Clonari. Ireland, I just specifically, I, and I'm sure there's other places oh, around okay. the coast, and they have a lot of lakes that I would, you know, just adore. But yeah, it was amazing. I love it. You have a hookup then. I do. Yeah, I love it. Great. Yeah. Well, let's uh, go to these phone lines. If you're joining the show today, it's the Marie Manu Cherry Show. She is live early by one week, so this is a real cool thing. Eight hundred nine. Pardon me. Eight hundred. No, sorry. Eight seven seven. 
825 882. You know, this is just what I'm back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me start it. 877-825-8828. I will get it out and here we go. Let's take uh Jessica calling in from Bellevue. Hi Jessica. Hello, good morning. morning. Hi Benny. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Hello Marie. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad you had a great trip. I wish I, I was did. with you one Aww. of these years. I'm coming. Oh, good. Good. Well, I'm going to be working on a retreat in Ireland for sure. I had so much fun. So much fun. So what well, can fabulous. I... And I, I signed up for your Reiki class. Oh, yay. Also. Yeah. We're um, going to love it. We're going to yeah. have so um, much fun. Okay. I would love a medianship read, Ooh. especially um, if you could... Um, well, I mean, whoever comes, comes, but my... <laughs> husband uh-huh. it's a, a male it's a male yeah, for he sure has a message for Aww. our i call him our little big one because he's 15 but Aww. he's like six two and 220 oh my gosh and, yeah. um, he he feels like something's missing how long and, has your um, husband been gone uh september 6 2019 okay so still really recent you know that's only four years approximately you know that's pretty recent i'm so sorry for your loss by the way I think it's it's so hard when we lose people young, you know, whether it's a spouse or a parent that dies young or a child that dies young. Those are the hardest ones for most people to handle because we've been raised to believe that nobody's supposed to die until they're like 95. You know, like we have this. That's but souls are on a different timeline than the human mind and the human you know, perception. Souls are on a very different um, perception because they don't believe in time. So they don't think that there's anything different from three weeks of age to 90 years of age. They're looking at desires and opportunities and growth and expansion. Um, but, and your husband was very handsome, by the way. Yeah, he, he was. was good looking guy. And my, my little big one looks just like him. <laughs> Pretty close. That's for dang sure. I mean, it's nice for you because you get to see your husband or the characteristics that you love so much and your child, you know, every day, which is really yeah. lovely. That's that's comforting for you. It comforts you um, really nicely. Your husband's thrilled for that effect. But your husband's funny, too. He's funny and he's a little bit sassy. And I mean that in a good way. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Because he, 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 when we were talking about how much your son looks like him, he goes, well, you know, Men need their children to look like them. You know, <laughs> that's what he said, literally. But he said it as a joke. You know, it's kind of a joke, but it's kind of not a joke as well. Uh, he he says it's better that he crossed over the other side than you at the tender age of your youth. Um, because he says, you, he goes, you can run circles around me. You can get everything taken care of. He goes, I know it's not super easy. I know that it. you make it look so good. He goes, but I would just be flat as a pancake. If you had left and I was there, la- you know, on earth raising our child he goes it would be a very different picture so he gives you lots of kudos and is grateful for your ability to run circles around people he um he talks about and i don't know if you're ready for this or not but he talks about you moving on to another relationship have you thought about that yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm very i've got two boys right and i've been yeah i I focus on 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 them and where they are. It's different for me, right? When Chris left his physical vessel, I, as hard as it was, I know that he helps us more from the other side than he could here on mm. on Earth. He mm. struggled with depression and alcoholism, mm. so it was a struggle. Mm. Yeah, no, no wonder he's also happy that you're here 
and he crossed over versus the yeah. other, right? Like that makes a lot of sense. But he's, and I agree with Chris, like I love that you're spending so much time with your kids, but you get to have a life too. And you don't have to wait till everybody's off till college. You know, I want you to really think about, you know, what would it be like to enrich your life? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a partner, but a lot of personal activities and fun things for you and relationships and then ultimately a partner because maybe you have to work on how to have healthy relationships and it's kind of fun to start learning that early so that you're not figuring it out uh you know years later on you know what I mean yeah so make sure you're doing stuff for yourself that's what's clearly important what he is communicating significantly okay does he have a message for the little big one (laughs) uh I'm sure he has a million messages. The first thing he says, because you know what your sons do, both of them, is they put their dad on a pedestal. They kind of forget some of the behaviors he had. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so what he says is, thank goodness you you have different coping mechanisms than me. So he's complimenting your oldest son. and But he's trying to get your oldest son to look at things more realistically versus whatever stories he's made up in the last four years. Uh, I think that's critical. I I mean, it's so important that we celebrate the life of someone who's crossed. I think that's important. But we also need to be honest. Yeah. And and your son needs some gentle reminders. And so his father is very proud of him for having better coping mechanisms. And basically what he said, but I was trying to find a nice way around it. He goes, you're not like me. He goes, that's a good thing. That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah. So you can figure out how to, you know, uh, relay that message to your son. Yeah, well, I think I've shielded them from a lot of the um, the tough stuff. I don't always think that's a good idea. I, I, yeah. You know, because we choose our parents before we incarnate to learn from them. And I, I think it's, you know, I think it's great that we don't throw people under the bus because our children right. are part of both of the people who, you know, created them. But I also think we need to be honest because how yeah. they want to ha- learn something from that. They want to maybe learn not to do that. Or, you know, who knows exactly what they want to learn because souls are so wise and they're huge and they have tons of experiences. But, yeah, I, I don't think fully shielding. It wasn't a good decision on my part, I don't think, um, as early as I shielded my children. And uh, it made it a lot more difficult for them to figure out their relationship with their dad when they could see it without me, you know, making it look like uh, rose-colored glasses. It was hard on them. Yeah. It was hard. I got it. Okay. All right. Have a great day. You're welcome. You're phenomenal. Oh, thank you. So are you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks very much, Jessica, for joining the show today. 877-825-8828. See, I did it right there. Yeah. Good job. It's it's just a familiarity. I had a couple (laughs) weeks off, too. Did you really? Oh, good. Well, you... Oh, yeah, because, yeah, because you had to do repeats, right? It, you, you've got yeah. that, uh, what is it, the traveling uh, sledge there. <laughs> it's all good. It happens. Uh, Caitlin from Long Beach, California. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi there. Thank you. Nice meeting you both. First yes. Time and what can I do for you? Um, I was actually recommended from my coworker. Um, mm-hmm. I spoke to her yesterday. On Monday, I was driving to work, um, and I noticed over coffee that morning that my right eye was a bit blurry Mm. and I went to um, a walk-in ophthalmology clinic Mm -hmm. Um, they did a few tests the neuro um, scientist came in as well and then they admitted me into the ER Mm -hmm. and I spent um, three days at UCLA Health and they weren't able to tell me exactly why my optic nerve was inflamed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, they did the whole MRI, all the blood Which tests. Which is so great that they did all that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Right. And because because they saw something, right, they saw something the ophthalmologist did, which, um, you know, eye doctors can diagnose all kinds of weird stuff going on in the brain and Mm -hmm. other things um, through the eye. So that was lovely. But they never found a a real reason for it, which is also good, even though people hate that response. Yes. It means it hasn't manifested enough in the physical body for for something to be diagnosed based on modern medicine. And what is interesting, two months prior, my niece, who's 12, said her eye was foggy. And then the next day she woke up and she couldn't see out of the eye. Interesting. Um, they did the same types of tests with her. They gave her steroids, which they didn't give me. Hmm. Um, and hers went back to normal. Hmm. So it's just peculiar that we both. Uh-huh. Well, they, know, they probably to... didn't give you steroids because you probably started to correct quicker right so the inflammation um, probably started yeah, to we decrease have, like a bad family history um it's known to trigger like manic episodes within my family mm-hmm. so we try to steer clear of steroids unless it's necessary mm-hmm. um and the doctor was like i don't know if it's going to help so i'm not going to give it to you okay great so eyes are about not seeing yourself accurately and for the majority mm-hmm. of the people that i talk to it's that they don't see how wonderful they are. They're probably too mm-hmm. hypercritical. And when we look at patterns in families, I don't like the term genetic. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's inaccurate. It's just not my favorite term. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking at patterns. So when you know family members repeat cancers in their bodies, it's really about mm-hmm. patterns that they're creating energetically that leave parts of their body more at risk for disease. So uh, are you highly self-critical or hard on yourself, things like that? Yes, absolutely. So that yeah. needs to and stop. I, I try to remind myself how wonderful I am that there's, <laughs> you know, that negative self-talk. And when you correct it, you're like, wow, I feel so much better. Why don't I do this more? But now the universe has given you a physical reason that this is not something that you get to just play with every once in a while. This is something you mm-hmm. need to be devoted to. And, and you can be a very devoted person, you know, like you, mm-hmm. you have a good focus ability. And so does your niece. And mm-hmm. uh, and she's young. This happened, you know, years earlier um, than than when it happened to you. So she needs to get on the bandwagon with this. You guys could maybe work together, tag team, check mm-hmm. on each other, be supports for each other. Uh, the right-hand side of the body is all about power. So that would be stepping into our power authentically. The left-hand side of the body, depending on which I, you know, for her, um, is about receiving, allowing oneself to be adored and cherished and cared for and okay. a- attracting good things to us. So mm-hmm. I think the universe just wants, you're probably in a particular place where whatever you do, because sometimes astrologically we move in a spot where the actions we take are going to have profound mm, positive uh, outcomes if we can put some energy in a certain direction. And the universe gave you kind of a ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. And so you can't, I wouldn't play around with the self-love, the self-appreciation. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like when you love someone so deeply, and I happen to be teaching a weekend work- workshop on uh, self-love, by the way. Um, okay. Yeah. It, yeah. So, but of course you can learn anywhere from anyone. You can read books about it, but it's a feeling that you want to cultivate in your body and allow yourself to experience it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I appreciate it very and much. And I'm so happy everything's okay for both of you. I'm so happy. Yes. Me too. It was wonderful meeting you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too.
Yeah, thanks, Caitlin, for joining us from uh, Long Beach, California, 877-825-8828. How about we stay down in California, and we'll take uh, Catherine, who's calling in from there as well. So, hi, Catherine. Hi, good morning, Marie and Benny. Morning. Good morning. Of course. What can we do for you? Um, I am calling for a mediumship reading, Mm. too. Um, Mm. I have, I'm sitting here looking at my belly, wiggling around, and we've got our first baby on the way due um, at the end of the month, and I just was wondering if maybe there was a message from someone on the other side before he gets here. And congratulations, too, you know. Thank you. So do you have a grand? What will what would have been a grandparent or well, still is on the other side? Do you have? Um, I have my all my grandparents, so mm-hmm. would be his great grandparents. Okay, on the other on side. the other side. Okay, uh, because there's there are when when babies are being born and you have loved ones on the other side, those loved ones will carry the soul into the womb. Um, did you know that? No. Yeah, so they want to get to know, like, a family member that's going to be living on Earth. And there is a female. Um, I think she was pretty elderly when she passed. Uh, again, I don't know if it's your side or your husband's side of the family. Obviously a grandparent. Um, but she, how I would describe her is mm, maybe she was someone who's like, had anxiety or was really busy in life. Does that sound like a grandparent for you, a female? Potentially my, um, like when you say older, would you think like 90s? Yeah, 80s or 90s, but also didn't age well. Like some people age really well. You you know, some people you look at them and you go, oh, how old are they? You know, it's hard to tell what decade they're in. This person, I'm not confused, you know, that they're elderly. Yeah, that that might be my husband's grandmother. Okay. And was she like an anxious person or fidgety or super busy? Probably super busy. I didn't know her as well. I think the wheels kind of started to to come Mm. off a little bit, Mm. you know, before we met. Mm. Um, But I can imagine that, yeah, she was very busy and loved to do things. Okay. So she, she's kind of bossy, in my opinion. And she basically told everyone on the other side that she gets to carry this baby over into the womb. So she's already obviously done that. You know, she's carried the soul all the way over to your womb. So and she raises her hand like she's so excited. She's very proud of herself. Um, you know, she, she thinks it's cool. And so when people, all, all of your loved ones before the soul entered the womb, um, because you're, you're pretty far in your pregnancy, aren't you? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, because the, the soul doesn't enter the womb until close to birth. For most, you know, developing fetuses, the soul doesn't enter towards, you know, the last trimester. Because souls don't really want to hang out in the womb. They've already incarnated multiple times. They're like, oh, I'm going to stay on the other side. Let the <laughs> fetus develop. I'll jump in, you know, uh, towards the end. But all of your relatives, that means all of your grandparents and both of your husband's grandparents and probably other relatives, were sat with the soul and talked with it and gave it a heads up about the family and got to know the soul really well um, before it um, decided to jump in your body. Wow. Yeah, it's exciting. So there's been a party over there, and, uh, you know, yes. So our family knows our children who have, you know, dis- became deceased before we become pregnant deeper than they probably ever would get to know them in life. hmm Yeah, it's fascinating. It's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, anything else? Um, do you have a – he might come a little bit early. Do you have, a, like, a sense of that? Well – 
I think he's going to be right on time. Honestly, he's really ha- I know he's active, but he's very happy in there. He loves your womb, loves it. <laughs> so, I mean, it could happen, right? But I think he's going to be right on time. Right on time. Yeah. That sounds good to me. <laughs> okay. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks, Catherine, for joining us from California. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And I uh, appreciate your patience as well as I'm doing uh, the phone screening as well as a running yeah. Marie's show. So I'm getting my calories in and out <laughs> for the day. So I deserve something later. Uh, so let's uh, do this. Let's take our first break of the hour. We'll be right back with more from Marie. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here just outside of Seattle and I just returned from a lovely retreat in Greece. I had so much fun. It, Highlights it, of the trip? Really? Well, first of all, it's usually like 90 degrees when we're there. So it's hot. And there's not a lot of trees in Greece. Or at least, yeah, it's pretty, right? They're just not. barrenish. Like, yeah, it? it is. Yeah. And it wasn't 90 degrees until like the last day and a half. Then, <laughs> then you know, some of the participants are like, oh, it's kind of hot. You know, I'm like, yeah, it was like this every day last year. <laughs> Save the best for last. So that was amazing. Good. Um, everything was lovely. Yes. Um, lovely group. We got to go really deep. I had a lot of fun and then had a beautiful vacation in Ireland. So, I mean, what could you not Ask for more, right? I, I don't think so you amazing. can. I don't think so you can. Amazing. Great. Uh, 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll now take Tracy calling in from Liberty Lake uh, over in eastern Washington. So, hi, Tracy. Hi, Benny. Hi, hi Marie. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. What can I do for you, Tracy? Well, I have got a left knee that is giving me some ah. fits, and I had arthroscopic surgery on it mm-hmm. about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I started losing, I've lost a lot of weight, and I'm more active now than I've ever been, and I'm 67, and I'm playing pickleball. Uh, Ooh, born here, by the way, in Washington. I know. I I want to play. I really want to play. It sounds like so much fun. Oh, (laughs) you will fall in love with it, I think. Good. (laughs) It's addictive. (laughs) Everybody says that. You know, everyone says that. So I I don't think there's anything, like, super wrong going on. Um, Okay. What I'd love for you to do, do you have any red light? panels they're near infrared and um, red light combined do you have any of those panels i don't but i have a friend that has been listening to you and she's been talking to me about that i have the book that you recommend and i'm looking into it i think that that's what your knee needs i think your whole body will love getting some atp from the red light exchange oh and then there's actually something that's really good for joints um i think it's called serapeptase we talked about it uh, there's a lovely naturopath that has a video on it, YouTube regarding it. So if you just write into energyintuitive.com and ask for the enzyme for joints, because it gets rid of joint pain, it, it breaks up proteins that kind of get stuck in the joints that lead to arthritis and scarring and issues. It's very effective. Uh, but I don't, oh, okay. I don't think you need a lot. You know, other oh, than good. when you're done playing pickleball, you need a rest and elevate that leg, you know, because mm-hmm. you're a, you are very athletic once you get out on the, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you, you want to win. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I may not want to win. I, you know, I just may want to, like, I don't know. I just want it to be. You'll throw a game so you can I take a break. Throw a ga- but yeah, <laughs> actually, I would. Saying? I would like... throw a game to take a break. I would. Um, but that's not I you. Think... <laughs> and I, I don't know if it's that I want to win. I want to play well. Yeah, you know, it's fine. I, I yeah, didn't mean it as a, a negative at all. Right. I think oh, it's no. great. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. So try those couple of things, and I think you're going to be perfectly fine. I think your knee just needs it needs some juice. 
Okay. You know, and, and then if you know a rolfer, um, that can be really great. Just get that fascia moving or you can get um, the fascia blaster and start using that on your legs with some oil or um, thick moisturizer just to get the fascia moving. That's extremely helpful. Okay, the fascia blaster, and what was the other thing? I'm sorry. Uh, or a rolfer. Um, you could have an, a session with a rolfer, and they can, okay. can move your fa- fascia for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. You. Have a great day. And have a great time back home. Thank yeah. you. I will. Thanks, Tracy, so much. There's no Ellen winning. Yeah. Right? I think that's what I felt from her. She's always going to win. Yeah. There's no losing. Right. But I that's think, good. I think it's great. Yeah. You know, she wants to perform well. She wants to get out there and do a good job. And Exactly. Have good opponents with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds great. I'll t- you I'll- should you should take it up. I'm going to. I'm going to. It's kind of crazy. In 91, when I first moved here, my dad and I started playing really? right away. Because he needed something to do when we first moved here. And he was my age now when we moved wow. down here. And, and I was like 15, I think, like that. So mm-hmm. I was still pretty spry running around. <laughs> he held his own, but like it was a big deal. We actually made time to go out and do it. And since then, it's been gaining steam. And it's really, pro- I, I've heard people who live close to pickle courts are like, don't like the sound. Well, and yeah. I heard all these complaints about it, but. It is a little louder you than You can put one in sport. my neighborhood. That way I don't have to travel far to go play pickleball. Do it out in the street. Yeah, that you sounds great. just make some lines for it. Okay, great. Uh, 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manion Cherry Show. We'll take now uh, Shelly, who's calling in from the local area, Kirkland. So hi, Shelly. Hey, good morning. Thanks so much. Of course. What can Welcome I do for back. you? Thank Welcome you. Thank yeah. you. So I was just hoping for just a general energy mm. reading this morning. Mm. Well, I really love the front of your chakras. Like, I think you're working really hard on them. They're looking great. Good spinning. You do have a leak. It's it's really not in the chakras in, in the back portion of your body. It's in your auric field in the second layer from the sixth all the way down to the second chakra. So that's sixth, fifth, fourth, third. That's five chakras that you're leaking from. Five? Yeah, five. Uh, and... And, and it kind of resonates as we get, as I start to stare into your auric field, it starts to have a larger part of the leak at the second chakra. So when I look at the, at the, um, the auric field, the second layer, which is the emotional response system, where you're having this very mild but consistent leak through five chakras, it really starts to leak through the chakra and then through the auric field at the second. So what, what that's telling me is you may not be having as much fun as you deserve to be having on earth. Like, you might like it, but are you having fun? Are you having fun? Are you smiling? Are you having lots of joyful experiences? I I am more and more, but you are right on that that hasn't been the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think joy, it is an intuitive process to, you know, because I could have vacationed anywhere, you know, throughout Europe. I was already in Greece, right? I could have gone to a bunch of different places, and I'd already vacationed twice in Greece, uh, and so... I picked Ireland. I've always wanted to go to Ireland. And then I, I asked a bunch of people about where, and they told me Kerry would be a great location. I loved every moment there. So you have to start listening to your intuition, and then you have to start following it because that's where the joy is. You also have to, when you have moments of joy, you have to let it build in your body. So one of the things I loved about Ireland is it's super green. Uh, I stayed next to a national forest. You walk like half a mile and you're in a forest, like a beautiful, gorgeous, boggy forest. It's like stunning. And and so every time I had a moment where I was like, <gasps> I stood there for like several minutes just absorbing the happiness that I was experiencing and allow my body 
to expand in that feeling of happy vibration or joyful feeling. So we all have to train our bodies. We're kind of trained on drama. So we need to train our bodies to ignore drama and to be connected to joy. Does that make sense? Totally, completely. Okay. Because I love it. Because you don't have to fly to Ireland to be happy. You know, nope. although I highly <laughs> recommend it. But <laughs> you don't. You know, you can make decisions in your everyday life that bring you great joy. Most definitely, yes. And I've had so many, so many changes Good. going on in our lives that um, that we are in my family. We are a bit free of drama. Oh, good. Um, because of some of these things that have happened. And so it's just really realizing the, and I don't really like this term, but kind of the new normal of I, what we can experience as, you know, we, we get older. And I, I really think that's a compliment to you guys because you changed your energy, which allowed the situation to change, right? Yep. So keep on that track and take some moments when, like yesterday I was walking in uh, a park and there was this black and white dragonfly. I don't think I've ever seen a black and white one. Blue, green. And I just stopped because it just like made my energy jump up really high. And I looked for it and spent time with it and hung out and just allowed that high frequency of happiness to expand in my body. So that's, I think, will, will be the trick for you. That's so cool because just as you're describing what you experienced, I just got chills in my body. Yay. From what you just decided, you, what you just shared with me. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome. And, and it's, it's a choice. Like I could have gone, yeah. oh, it's a dragonfly. Or instead, I realized that my body loved seeing this dragonfly and I allowed myself to expand my yeah. subatomic particles. Yes. And as we do get older, we recognize the power of choice. I and it's we, not just something we say. Yeah, I think. And I, I, I wish we would notice that sooner, right? That's mm -hmm. why our intuition is so important. We don't have to wait to we're a certain age to make our life amazing and happy and peaceful. It can happen at day one. That's and I think that's sure. normal. Yeah. 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 Okay. Awesome. Thank right. you so much for You're your time welcome. today. Um, have a great day. Yeah. Thanks very much, Shelly, for joining the show from Kirkland, uh, local gal. 8, uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. We'll take one more uh, caller before our second uh, break of the hour. It's uh, Aaron calling from the Seattle area and recommended by uh, his friend Trevor. So that's a good thing. Aaron, hello. Hello. Thank you, guys. Marie, welcome back. Oh, thank uh, you. I've been working with my friend Trevor Blake. Uh, Love Trevor. I recommend I contact you. Yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, he, he speaks highly of you. Ah, uh, it's been great listening. And uh, as I'm transitioning from more of a, a doer position in life to a creator, mm. uh, I constantly feel uneasy, I guess would be the best way to, to describe. So I was hoping for uh, maybe a, an energy reading or, or uh, to see if I'm leaking from a specific chakra or your, your chakras, Your chakras and your auras look great in your auric layers because there's layers and layers of energy that make up the auric field. It's a very organized, huge structure, actually. But so I think this discomfort that you're feeling isn't a real emotion. I think it's your mind. You know, the mind can't feel, although humans don't understand that concept yet. It's not being taught to us consistently enough and certainly at a young age where we can really understand where real feelings come from and that the mind cannot feel. The mind's a computer. And whatever we think a lot about, we create what I call mind-made emotions. So they're not authentic emotions. They're mind-made emotions. And this 
you know, lack of ease, as you described, it comes from your brain. It's not a real emotion. Your chakras look excellent. Your aura looks excellent. You're making different decisions. You're being very um, adventurous and creative, and you're stopping old behaviors that weren't fun for you. So you're absolutely on the right track. So what I would recommend is that you spend more awareness time away from your brain. Like allow yourself to embody your energy from like the waist on down. Feel your feet more. Feel your pants on your clothes or your shorts. Feel your glute muscles when you're sitting in a chair. Just really allow yourself to have contact with the lower half of your body so you can embody your energy. And and if you were... Let's say if something were really wrong or off balance, your intuition would tell you. And intuition communicates always in a kind and compassionate way. It's not a nervous energy. It's not an anxiety energy. It's always a compassionate energy. That makes absolute sense because I can't ever seem to mute my mind. So I will yeah. work on that yeah. and uh, focus on my lower half. Yeah, and maybe just spend like five minutes, or I'm sure you're already meditating because Trevor is a great proponent of meditation. But even listening to brown noise or white noise when you're meditating can help you get into the vibration of, of what the brain really wants to experience, which it basically doesn't want to experience anything. It just wants to be an automatic pilot, like a computer. Like computers, they're not having an emotional experience. Computers aren't. We're putting information in, it's spitting information out. So that could help train your brain on how to vibrate its particles so that you can have an awareness of your intuition. That's brilliant. Yeah, because I struggle with meditation with my mind taking mm. over even. So mm. brilliant. Really, really appreciate it. Great, great. Well, thank you so much for calling in and have thank a beautiful you so day. Much. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron, very much for joining the show. And Trevor Blake, I remember him from, was it a couple of years ago we interviewed him? Yeah, we've interviewed him a few times. Yeah. You know, He's written a few books. Um, my favorite that he wrote was Three Simple Steps. That's it. Yeah, it was a really great book. And then he wrote a book about business and success. We interviewed him on that, too. I'm sure I loved it just as much, but I just remember <laughs> his story right. of his childhood of Three Simple Steps. It's a great book. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. 877-825-8828 is the number for the show. And also, uh, Carrie Ireland is known as the kingdom ah, for over 2,000 yeah. years. So, so that's kind of the county, how Ireland, yes. you know, they have counties, mm -hmm. right? And then I had to have, look it up, too. You did? Okay. I had to. And then the cities within the county. Mm -hmm. And so I just happened to stay in this one lovely little town that backs up to um, this national forest and, and a gorgeous lake. And it kind of reminded me of Hawaii and Pacific Northwest. It was very lush and rich, but it did get very hot and it rained almost every day, which could, I love rain. Could so. it be the Kilkarni National Forest? Maybe. Because yeah. that is one is that that's coming says? across. Yeah. There's one of them that's coming across. In here. fact, I, I rented a bike to drive to, to ride to this castle, mm -hmm. right? Because I already I hiked this Castles. one. Castles. Yeah. Jeez, I couldn't even imagine. No, it was that. really cool. <laughs> um, I had already hiked like 10 miles the day before, and I hiked up these steep steps. Like, uh, I kept telling everyone to pass me by, right? Because I was like, oh my God, this is so. <laughs> and they would go, no, let's talk because I'm tired too. I'm like, okay. So we all just like chatted and that's walked awesome. up these steps. It was supposed to lead to a waterfall, but it was it was kind of um, misrepresentative. Once you oh. get to the top, then you have to walk again a lot More? <laughs> and go down. And then you uh, finally see the waterfall, uh -huh. which was a lovely waterfall. But we have sure. like grand waterfalls in our state. So it's, I was like, OK, that was a lot of steps for this waterfall. <laughs> uh, so I, I decided to get a bike the next day. And so I could go see this mm -hmm. uh, castle. And I literally fell off my bike. I didn't oh. get hurt at all. 
because there was like 20 cute little red deer oh. like across the street just staring at whoever was walking by. And I just like, I stopped and then my bike kind of fell over. And then I walked across the street and took a bunch of photos of them. They are adorable. They, they have run these. run over and help you, they would. Oh, yeah, I was fine. <laughs> I, it was actually fun. I'm like, oh, I feel like a kid again falling yeah. off my bike. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Uh, let's run off to our second break of the hour for Marie, and we'll be right back with more with her. And welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show. We are live here outside of Seattle, taking your calls from pretty much anywhere. So who do we have? <laughs> Pretty much anywhere. Pretty much, well, I mean, you know, I, I, right? I would say yes, anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, internet is almost globally yeah, found, yeah. and um, yeah, we're yeah, here. We're, we're happy to take your calls. Yes. Totally. Uh, let's take now uh, Leslie calling in from uh, Southern California. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Hello. What can I do for you, Leslie? Well, first of all, I'm so happy to be able to talk to you, and um, I wanted to tell you that I'm uh, one of your students. Your life, your classes have been. It's life-altering for me, so I thank you for that. You're so welcome. Um, And so I guess really today I was more interested in a a general energy reading, Mm -hmm. um, what you see, and then especially with regard to any messages you might get from my spirit guides. I've been just waking up like 3 and 4 in the morning feeling just this tingly energy, and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just am curious if you... Up on yeah, anything. well, I always feel like I'm communicating through everyone's guides, you know, like they're the kind of communicators for everything when I'm speaking. And when you wake up in the morning like that and you feel tingly, I would I would get out of bed or sit up. I would do some automatic writing. I They're wanting to talk to you at that time. They're waking you up. So I would definitely get engaged in that receptiveness to get the information that, you know, that they're trying to partake towards you. I think that would be really important. Um, okay. You have a leak in your solar plexus. How's your diet? Um, well, I'm pretty conscientious of it. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't really eat a lot of meat. I probably, in fact, I don't eat meat. <laughs> but, um, so, How's your you know, sugar? Maybe, How's your sugar intake? Oh, gosh, I I, I, I love sugar. Yeah. And I used to work on that. Yeah, you do. I, I think... This is what I feel because it's a fairly significant leak. Um, I think that you should stop eating refined sugar, period. So that means nothing where they're putting granulated sugar into it or brown sugar or honey or any of the other substitutes. You can eat simple fruits like berries, you know, because they're low in sugar. Apples are low in sugar, um, but no added sugar. And I think it will actually, your body wants to reboot your immune system. And whenever that, anytime our body wants to do that, I think we need to comply with its request because that's what keeps yeah. us healthy. Uh, so I think you should go off sugar. And I mean forever. I don't think it's something you should go back to. And like, I don't eat refined sugar myself. I haven't for maybe, I don't know, most of this year. But when I was traveling, I did eat. So you could, I did, you know, it was like they have all these gluten-free pastries, you know, in Ireland. And then in the retreat, they, they serve dessert every lunch and dinner they know how to keep you they really do i mean they were actually <laughs> yeah mostly healthy desserts but still yeah. i, I yeah. ate you know so i'm back home now and i'm not going to go back to eating refined sugar because my body just is happier healthier so i would go off all refined sugar today wow. <laughs> and you don't have to do okay. anything i say but you do have no. a leak there your body wants to reboot your guides want to talk to you and spend time with you so you're in a transformative place in your life, and it's, it's just helpful when we follow, you know, what is being asked of us. It just makes it easier. 
Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and uh, is it now? Do you use any like sugar supplements? I like don't. The, um, you I, don't. I don't. I just okay. don't eat sugar. Yeah, I just like I'll, like t- today I'm going to have some uh, yogurt when I get home with some raspberries. That's that's kind of my sweet tooth food. Wow, Plain yogurt. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> well, the transformational part is helpful because Good. that's how it feels. Good. Good. Well, thank you so much, and have a beautiful day. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks, Leslie, joining uh, for joining the show today, 877-825-8828. And we'll take now uh, Stephanie, who's calling in from the San Francisco Bay Area. A lot of California people today. I know. Yeah. Stephanie, hello. Hello. Hi. Betty and hi, Marie. Hello. I'm thrilled you went to Greece. I spent two summers when I was 20 years old on an island. Ooh. And it was the time of my life, I Aww. have to say. <laughs> yeah, Greece is cool. I mean, it's yeah. beautiful. The people are kind. And the food's delicious, right? Ah, uh, so. yes, I know. Well, we spent uh, two summers snorkeling with uh, three girlfriends on it. Wow. Day, so it was the, really the best time I ever had in my life. Oh, wow. So what so can I, was, I do I for you? I wanted to go. Ah! <laughs> However, this year has been focused on physical things for me because I started off the year um, with cancer and I'm so sorry. other things. And so it's been a re- t- reboot of my body and my career and everything this year. And I spoke to a while back, and you recommended for my, I'm having a lot of problem with my, with neuropathy, mm. and you recommended I go to a rolfer. I mm. found somebody who does rolfing in Feldenkrais, and he's focused on Feldenkrais with me. It's not going as fast as I'd like, but I think it's really the right thing. I wanted to see if I'm on the right track, because I've done so much tuning up on my body. I'm exhausted from all the different appointments. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that I, that is the hard part, right? When something happens, like when we get a diagnosis, and then we want, we're doing, you know, maybe a combination of medical approaches from holistic to conventional. Right. And that's exhausting. I'm cancer-free, as far as I know. Congratulations. So that's great because we caught it early. But this this uh, business with my feet and my legs has really uh, interrupted my life a lot. And I'm just, and that's kind of where I'm focusing. But sometimes I just don't want to do one, take one more vitamin or do yeah, one more thing. Yeah, of course. Well, and, and I think it's important to listen to our bodies. Sometimes we need a break. Right. But I would seriously, I think it's important to listen to our body. So I would definitely recommend that, as I've spoken before today on the show, the near infrared and red light therapy. It's worked really great for some of my clients who have neuropathy or nerve damage or issues in their body. I would definitely start doing that every day. So um, you can either get the book. There's a, a book about it. I got it. the book. Okay. I can't find it right now, but I've got the book and okay. I started reading it because I didn't want to go buy anything that expensive without yeah i know they've increased i was very surprised how they increased in prices since i I must i bought mine apparently before they became popular and and maybe it's harder for them to get the parts or they're having to make more i don't really know the situation but they've doubled in price from when i purchased right i just didn't know which one to buy right and and the gym has one but they don't have any specs on it so i don't Mm. know well in the book they recommend two different brands right they recommend platinum therapy and red rush and platinum right. therapy has bigger panels. Red Rush has, um, I think they might have bigger panels too, but they have a small one. And it doesn't really matter. Maybe start off with the small one, see if you like it. And I would just put your feet, you know, I would like uh, put the panel wherever it's, however you wish to position it. But then uh, maybe sit on the floor and put your feet a few inches um, from the panel. Okay. Like the bottoms of your feet so it can start moving up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be great. And you could do 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening if you want to. 
uh, or yeah, they were saying you know, don't do too much and don't do too little. Right. I thought, God, I don't even know what to buy, which, <laughs> which power of which one. And I, I like the. I was trying to remember which one I like the most from Platinum Therapy. Um, just write into the website energyintuitive.com, and I'll send you links. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Am I on the right track with the Feldenkrais work? I feel like I've got the. Well, he's how, also a qualified rolfer. Uh huh. Well, how so long have you been doing? How long have you been doing the Feldenkrais? About a month. Oh, and how often do you go? Twice a week. It's very expensive. <laughs> yeah, let's do it once a week. Okay. Okay, let's do it once. I, I don't think you need to go do more than that. Let's just do it once a week. He's trying to read. Feldenkrais is about, um, and this is a very, uh, you know, small description of it. It's, it's like in our development, sometimes we miss certain steps. Like some babies don't crawl, uh, things of that nature. And it's trying to get you to get some of that back into your body. That's a big part of Feldenkrais. I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said a second ago. Um, a big part of Feldenkrais is, is helping you to go back in childhood and get some of the movement that you maybe missed in your development. Oh, yeah. He's never mentioned that. He's trying to lengthen. He says it's the front is so tight that it's pulling the back out. And he said... He wants to introduce the front to the back, so we've been doing lengthening yeah. down the whole front, and particularly the psoas and that kind of great, thing. Great, great. Yeah. So am I on, on the right track in terms of... You're on the right track. And and I would work on positive what-if questions in your brain so you stop being worried and anxious. Okay, yeah, because it's so debilitating at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even had a car accident, so I'm really, really wanting to deal with this and... and <laughs> You said not to get surgery on my back. So this is as long as I'm on the right track, I can be patient. And just I think you're on the right track, and you get to do whatever you want, however you want to do it. But I would give this definitely more time and start that red light therapy. Okay, okay. I will do that. Thank you you're so welcome. much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks very much, Stephanie, for joining the show, and bless you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple of minutes left in the show. I think we have time for one more caller. We'll take okay. Alex, who's calling in from the Florida area. So, hi, Alex. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Um, I wanted to talk about that. I recently realized that I am a highly sensitive person, and um, I think I've always known it unconsciously, and I have, like, this aversion to being in a crowded places and a lot of people, and recently I've been working on my intuitive gifts and it's just gotten a lot worse to the point that being around a few people overwhelms me. And I was wondering if you had any advice or yeah. if that's normal. Yeah, no, it's not normal. I mean, everybody thinks it's normal, but it's not. It, what it means is that you uh-huh. have a massive leak of energy in the third layer of your auric field. And yes, you've had it for a long time, but you okay. used to be able to distract yourself like because you were a thinker yeah. you know, and a doer. And now you're like, oh, you're not doing as much and you're not thinking as much. And so you're able to sense uh, a lot of what you're experiencing. So when you have a leak in the third layer of the org field, it's really hard to be in a a populated place. It's, it's It's like if you walk into a department store, do not walk into the perfume section or the makeup. It's going to (laughs) really bother you because you don't have the third layer is the mental plane aspect. And when it's, when it's not there, it's, it's like you can this word is too strong. It's almost like you get attacked by other people's energies or Mm -hmm. toxins can attack you. A lot of people get environmental issues, not you. Um, I know it's slightly irritating, but you're not getting environmental. So there's, have you ever heard Mm -hmm. of the book, the, um, the hands of light by Barbara M. Burnham? I have the book. Yes. Great. 
So in her book is an auric exercise and because you need to build your aura and heal the third layer of your auric field. I would okay. do that. It's a simple exercise. It takes about 10 minutes a day. I would do it for nine months. Okay. Every day okay. for nine months. And then you're going to build the third layer of your auric field. And then you won't have those problems. You can go to a football game even if you want to and sit in a stadium and not be affected by other people's energy. I would love that. I even almost had to flunk out of college because when I had to go to these auditorium classes, it would be. Yeah, it's it's really distracting. Mm -hmm. It makes it really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay? And and let us know how it goes. You know, call us back in about five months and let us know how you're doing. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Alex. Oh my gosh, we 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 did it. We did a show. We did it. Woo, she's yay. back. Yay, yay, yay. And please go to energyintuitive.com. We have a beautiful classes lined up for the fall. You know, get on the schedule so we can meet in person or online and share wonderful knowledge together. And thank you, Benny. Have a beautiful day and joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>